ABC Listen. Hello, hello, my friends. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to a special episode of News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Today, I'm talking to you from Gadigal country, and I want to acknowledge the Gadigal people as the traditional owners of this land and pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Wherever you're listening in Australia, you're also on country that belongs to Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people. They were the first Australians who've lived here for thousands and thousands of years. We're on Aboriginal country. I'm on Bundjalung country. We're on Rajabawa and on Bundjalung nation. Oh, it's so great to hear you acknowledging the country you're on. That's one way you can show care and respect to traditional owners. There are other ways we can show respect too. For example, we can learn some of the local Indigenous language. I know Gurumen, which means kangaroo, and I know Borubi, which means koala, and Binging, which means turtle. Jingiwala means hello. Jingiwala. Jingiwala. Another way we can show respect is by listening. And today, we get to listen to my friend Dan Bullshier. Yuma Ruby, Yuma everyone, thanks for welcoming me here. Yama Dan. Dan grew up in Tennant Creek in the Northern Territory and has connection to the First Nations people of Victoria. He's a journalist at the ABC and he's joining us today to talk about some big news, something called the Indigenous Voice to Parliament. Dan, what is that? Well, Ruby, it's this big idea that you might have heard people in your family talking about, but it doesn't actually exist yet. The voice is something that some Indigenous Australians have been wanting for a very, very long time. A voice is a thing that helps you communicate and a voice is something that helps you to talk, sing, laugh, scream. It's something that you talk. A voice is like speaking up to somebody. A voice is where you listen to people. A voice can be lots of things. It's also the name of a group of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who will be chosen by other Indigenous people to provide advice to the Australian Parliament on plans, rules, laws and projects that have an impact on our lives. But we need to remember that there are more than 200 different Indigenous language groups in Australia, all with their own customs and cultures, so just one Indigenous person can't speak for everyone. The voice would include First Nations people from lots of different communities. They're the first people that were on this land. They are basically just special people. We are. And Ruby, if this all happens, this will be the first part of completing the Uluru Statement from the Heart. That's something created by a group of Indigenous Australians which called for a voice, for treaty and for truth-telling. So the voice, that's what we're discussing right now. The treaty is really when different people make an agreement about how land will be used and what will happen on it. And truth-telling is about having lots of big conversations about the past and the impact they have on the present. It's also important to remember, Ruby, that there are also some Indigenous Australians who don't think this is the best way to make life better for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. 
So, Dan, if we did get the voice and the government was planning something that would affect Indigenous people, would they have to ask the voice for help? Yeah, that's the idea, Ruby. It might be help with plans to improve the health of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, or how to teach Indigenous history in schools, or even ways to look after our national parks and forests. There are lots of things that the government says it could use the perspectives of First Nations peoples for. They're really good at looking after the land. Aboriginal people know a lot about like their culture. A lot about stories, the ocean, caring for like their mob. Being like Aboriginal is just great. The government are the bosses, though, so why do they need help? Oh, yeah, that's true. They are. They are the bosses because that's who the most Australians voted for in the election. Also, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples have lived here for more than 60,000 years and have lots and lots of knowledge about our country. But they also know themselves better than anyone else. If you want to help someone, it's always better to talk to them rather than about them. So you can actually have an Aboriginal person in there? Well, think about it like this. If your grown-ups were making rules about you and the way you live, you'd want to have a say in those rules, right? I think yes. And the other side of this is that some Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people think that we need to be having other conversations and more conversations about what's the best way forward. Because they were the first people on the land and they're really smart and they know most of everything and they are important so they should be able to make the rules. Well, the government will still make the rules but the government says the voice will mean that they will have better information about First Nations people and issues because the information is coming directly from First Nations people. And eventually the government hopes that the lives of First Nations people will improve because they've been included. The opposition on the other side of parliament from government, well, they say they're worried that the voice would be able to speak about all issues affecting our country. It's also important to remember, Ruby, that not all Indigenous people think this is the best idea. Some think a voice, others say a treaty first, and some others say they're the wrong conversations altogether. So we're also having big conversations this year about topics other than just the voice. We're also talking about what it's like to be an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander person in Australia. I am Aboriginal. I am Aboriginal. And how would this be different to what happens already? Because I know that already the government makes plans and rules and projects all the time that do affect Indigenous people. Yeah, that's true, Ruby. And the government says the voice would be one way of having more ideas about how to make better laws and policies. I think it's a good idea, so then you can get ideas from the voice to the Prime Minister. It's important to have a voice so you can communicate with people, make new friends, and so that your ideas are heard. So you can get your point across. So if the voice is formed, Does that mean that we won't need Indigenous politicians anymore? Well, not quite. First Nations members of Parliament represent their electorates. That's the region where they live. And they work on projects and laws that affect everyone, not only Indigenous people. Indigenous politicians also represent political parties. 
You might have heard of some of them, like Labor, the Liberals, or the Greens and the Nationals. Then there are some Indigenous politicians who aren't in parties at all. They're called Independents. Members of The Voice won't be part of any political parties, and they won't be speaking for everyone across entire electorates. They'll be speaking for other Indigenous people from where they come from about Indigenous issues. Why don't we have a voice already? Well, the government and the opposition, Ruby, they've been talking about this for a number of years now. But more importantly, Indigenous people have been talking about this for much, much longer. We're at the point now, really, where all these conversations are coming together and all Australians are talking about it. So what happens next? So for the voice to happen, Ruby, all Australians who are over 18 years old, they'll need to vote in what's called a referendum. Now, we need to have a referendum every time we change our big rule book. That's the Australian Constitution been hearing this word a lot, referendum. Can you explain more what is a referendum? I sure can, Ruby. It's when all Australian grown-ups get asked a question like, should the voice to parliament be created? And then they vote with their answer, usually with a yes or a no on a special voting piece of paper. All of those yeses and nos then get collected and counted. And if there are more yeses nationally and a majority of yeses in a majority of states, the voice will happen. If there are more no's though, or more of the states vote no, it won't happen. It's a big moment in history. It's important. It sure is, regardless of which way people vote. We'll just have to wait and see. Hey, thank you for telling us all about it, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks, Ruby. Thanks, everyone. I'll catch you on our next regular episode of News Time. Until then, goodbye. Or, as they say in Darug language, Yanu. See you later. Bye. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.